Welcome to Business Brokerage Reimagined, a podcast focused on building revenue and boosting profits with the inevitable exit of your business in mind. Join us for in-depth interviews with industry experts and insightful commentary from two of the leading business brokers in the Midwest. You'll get plenty of honest discussion and witty banter to keep you laughing, engaged, and absolutely fired up about buying and selling profitable businesses for top dollar. Exit your business on your terms. This is Business Brokerage Reimagined with your hosts, John and John. What's going on, everybody? This is John Payne with Business Brokerage Reimagined Podcast. Welcome to episode number four. Whoa, John Swanson here. Four already? Four already. Wow. This is the coronavirus episode. Well. Well. It's funny, but it's not, folks. <laughs> Getting into each other's personal space a little bit. So, obviously, it is a serious thing. Um, but just kind of like, you know, the the musicians that were on the Titanic, that as it was singing, if you remember, if you go back to the movie, The Titanic, um, that super, super long movie. That movie's come up in another regard, too. But I just, that's all I was thinking about when we were talking about doing an episode like this and somewhat jokingly, at least laughing our way through this pandemic. But it's kind of like that, where if you can at least try to find some silver lining, at least laugh your way through some of the stuff, um, you, it, it, it makes it a lot more tolerable. Yeah, we know things are happening. We know people are dying. That is a very, very serious issue. But just like the musicians on the Titanic, you know what? You might as well play even as the whole thing's going down. Common sense. Yeah. Wash your hands. Be clean. <laughs> no, follow what they say. Yeah. Follow what they do. Follow yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. We should have been washing your hands in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, that just blows my mind. That people are dirty. People walk out. People are no, disgusting. Anyway, so um, for what we're talking about, obviously we got a lot of lots of things going going on. I mean, the Fed just cut the rate almost down to like near zero um, to try to fight uh, the economic crunch crunch that that this whole pandemic is causing, and and it's understandable. Supply chains from China, everything else that's going on, um, certainly are are pretty big issues and and you know google uh google my business is sending out stuff saying how has the coronavirus impacted your business um so it's obviously having an impact from retailers obviously schools are are shutting down events are shutting down i mean you name it um there's a lot of money that's well you know the good and bad of it is they're 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 catching this before major viruses have hit before we've had several the swine flu the bird flu the h1n1 blah blah, blah. we've had a bunch over time every six seven eight years whatever it is they're, they're being proactive on this so it doesn't yeah. spread doesn't yeah. it kill as many innocent people things like that it, 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 it we're trying to cut it off before it turns into a pandemic okay right. and yeah there's issues and yes people are dying and, and yes there people are sick but we're heading it off at the pass and trying to be smart about it right where we can kill this thing off in a month or less ideally yep so it's smart for everybody yeah by taking a break it's gonna affect, it's affecting us it's affecting every business out there and what can you do to stay on top of that well not, not to get you know, political or anything, but even when, you know, in the 2008 recession that we had. It doesn't matter who's in office. Yeah. And, and it doesn't ma- yep. matter. But the one, matter. the one thing that I that I always had an issue with was pumping more money into the market to kind of artificially boost uh, the valuations and everything that are going on. But I, I still think the sentiment of why, you know, President Bush did that in, in the first place anyway. Um, gonna... <laughs> my phone's ringing. Sorry, my, my bad. <laughs> Whatever. All right. We're back to it. Um, I never left. 
Where was I? Where was I at? <laughs> you were lost. No, so, Left field. Uh, so, so George Bush said that he needed people to be active in what they were doing. And I certainly agree with that sentiment. Like you need to be active. You need to get proactive in your business. And that's also the reason why we stress so much having a business plan, an exit plan in place, ready to go in order to, you like that segue that I did from going from recession into that? Nice. Anyway, um, toot my own horn, give myself a high five. Uh, so the unexpected. So that's what we're in right now overall. And so it goes without saying, but like you need an exit plan. We can't say that enough. And your inevitable demise as a business owner will happen. Your, your death will happen. The business will in all likelihood at some point uh, need to be transferred if it's going to survive at all somewhere. And the numbers on that are, are rampant with a lot of things as well. So what are, what are, what are some ways that people can plan for the unexpected in their business? Start off by having a plan. Nobody has a plan. I mean, it's a very minimal, low amount that has actually a plan for anything. Okay, so maybe you don't have a plan for the coronavirus, okay? Most people didn't here, but guess what? The exit plan in your business, you need to have one. From day one, you should have some kind of exit plan. What if something happens to you and, you're, and you've grown it to a multi-million dollar business right. and something happens to you? Who takes over? Is there a plan? Right. If you don't have a plan, why not? Most people put it off and put it off and put it off. But why are you putting it off? Okay. Yeah. What if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? I know. Rare. What if you kill over a heart attack? What if you get the coronavirus and it, and it kicks your butt and takes you? I don't know. Yeah. But that can happen and that's real. Yep. Odd things that happen to, to crazy things. Yes. Now, if you have a plan in place, great. Good for you. Yep. Very small, minute percentage, probably less than 10% have a real plan in place. And that plan is kind of what happens? Who takes care of it? Are your employees, does everything shut down and go to go to hell? I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen if something happens to you, the owner, the core person, the business. Right. So if you have the key staff in place, if you have the plan in place, if you have everything lined up within reason, the business won't falter, won't fail, won't sell for pennies on the dollar or just close up and, and disappear. The right. legacy will keep moving. Everything will keep flowing if you plan for that. Well, I remember we were doing a business plan and we're also researching some other stuff just about uh, why people need exit plans to begin with. I think I was writing copy actually for yes. some of the uh, letters that we send out to people. And we probably should, well, I'll readdress that because I want to put that as a blog post just so people can really see the staggering numbers. And the majority of, of business owners that if they die while they own the business, uh, they, it was, uh, I think, almost a 20% decline in employment from it. And then the valuation itself, I think 80% of the business it ended up actually not being able to survive because the family didn't know what to do. That person was the magic for the most part. So most families or most business owners, as times change, family members aren't on board, aren't working for the business. Wives aren't working for the business like they used to. Children aren't involved at all. That's or right. if they are when they're young and they get out and they go be off and do whatever. Many times over, I've seen this happen where the kids don't want any part of it. Great, no problem. I want to be an actor, dad. Or a musician, whatever. <laughs> whatever your passion is, I don't know but they don't be in the business. Yep. So that's a lot of times why people sell. Now, if you don't have anybody to take that over, you have management places and that, maybe employees buy it. But most cases anymore, in the last maybe five to seven years, you're selling your business to somebody else to carry on your legacy, keep that business flowing, keep the employees employed, keep everything moving forward, just like nothing ever happened. All done under the radar, okay? Yep. But it has to be done right and planned for. Because if you're not planning for it, it, it may not be worth, if, is this money's your retirement nest mm -hmm. egg? If it's gonna take care of your spouse, your kids, whatever the plan is, there needs to be a plan. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Well, and we can also talk about all the different reasons why 
you need it, whether it's the death, whether it's a bad economy, whether it's a shifting local economy. Yes. I mean, you can think of any lawsuits. I mean, you can think of any reason. But the thing is, is the plan itself, the execution of it is the exact same, whether we're in a good economy or a bad economy. Correct. The reason why you need to be able to, uh, you know, flip a switch and move down the path of getting your businesses mar marketed, making sure it's confidential as you uh, have your uh, potential buyer sign the NDA, they get vetted through, you know, our buyer process when we do that. And it, that process is still the exact same. And the timelines might change depending on some of that stuff, but that that's still the same. And you have a plan to how can your business still thrive or stay afloat when the economy shifts or when a life-changing event mm -hmm. or a world event changes? How can your business keep flowing and moving forward so you don't falter? Right. So you don't dip. Because if your sales dip, it's going to happen. But can you average it back and rebound timely? It all depends on your ability to pivot. Right. Okay. Can you sprinkler and keep spraying across? Yep. Or are you stuck? Are you the tractor on the line that's just rolling up the hose slowly? Right. You know. Well, this kind of breeds into the what I call, I shouldn't say what I call, uh, it's called the nice no principle. And what it is, just a small acronym, it stands for New York City, New Orleans. Um, and what it gets down to is, you know, New York City had done a very good job of running different scenarios on how they would... Um, how they would react to different types of disasters, natural disasters, flooding, uh, earthquake, um, you name it. The one thing that they didn't expect though was having planes fly into the World Trade Center. But as much as that was a huge impact for our, our country and the world in general, the fact that that happened and they had been practicing those plans, um, we had a lot of live loss, but the ability for them to rebound from that to get things running again within a very timely manner was because they were in the habitual uh, ability to plan and react to those plans and they had they, they prepared had, for the scenario they right. were okay i'm an eagle scout i'll be blunt about it whatever i'm an eagle scout the models be prepared yep. okay whether you carry your mock your pocket knife and your duct tape like macgyver right. or whatever but you got to have a plan and be prepared so your business at all times need to be prepared for the what ifs right okay what happens if the economy shifts? What happens if the, the coronavirus hits us and we are off for 30 days or whatever the magic number is? How can we rebound and keep everything flowing the way it needs to be? And that's the secret is you need a plan. Whether that plan for every business is going to be different depending on what business you own and what if it's service-based, if it's food, if it's yep. restaurant, if it's what is it, what's your plan and how can you maintain and keep things going with respect to what's going on in the world? And to, and to drive it home, you they take that New York City example and then they contrast against New Orleans who knew that they were overdue for a flood and a hurricane. They right. knew a hundred year hurricane was going to come. They knew that. Uh, and yet after all the federal money and everything else that they had gotten, they had different grafting and some other things that had happened as well. So they didn't actually go back and rebuild the levees. They didn't do full assessments of a lot of that stuff. So that for something that they knew was going to happen, they themselves weren't prepared for it. Not only were they prepared for it, they had zero plans whatsoever in order to do uh, anything to react that would uh, have saved more lives, would have got more resources where they needed to go, which is why they had to have the federal government come in to actually do some of that. So their inability to plan and be ready to go and to react to something that they knew was going to be there. But they like everyone else, yeah. every business owner, I know stereotype, but it's, it's. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm there. You need a plan in place and you need, you need to start with a plan and then you need to have contingencies on what ifs. You don't need to make it extreme. Yeah. But the government, for instance, should have been proactive and the city should have been proactive mm -hmm. and this and the state and everybody should have been involved being proactive because a lot of things that have happened in society as a whole could have been prevented. Right. Some cannot, some just happen. Yep. But if you can prevent it, why not be preventative? 
Yeah. Everything flows better if we're, we're preventative. Preventative maintenance, little things that can help everything run smoother in the long term. Yeah, I mean, my military experience, I mean, one of the things that we always looked at when we were coming up with any sort of plan uh, of execution, whether that was, that's why we exercise. You know, I came from the nuclear community. I, I hoped that I would never do my job, but yet we planned over and over and over again for different scenarios. Wow. And we ran through that every single month, every single year. I mean, it could be force-wide stuff, it could be individualized stuff, but we always ran through scenarios over and over and over again. That way we knew that uh, we could pivot when we needed to. And I think that's one of those, uh, just another example of why having that down. And it's not just you having the ability to pivot. I mean, this is just good business practice for your employees and everything else as well to be able to to adjust and, and to have them come up with new ideas if you need to build another revenue stream or something like that too. Right. So. <clears throat> so right now, uh, businesses are, that are going to thrive and keep going and things like that when the economy yeah. changes. Necessary businesses out there, there's a lot of them out there, but just to name a few, you're heating and air. It's mm -hmm. still cold out. You're gonna, you still need your heat. Air conditioning will come, but that's people will pay for that. They'll right. invest in their home. They'll stay right. put. They'll invest in their home. Uh, plumbing, uh, lawn care. People are still going to pay their lawn care company to come out. They're still going to do things. Appliance repair. Instead of buying new, they're going to fix what they've got. Things are going to shift. Medical, anything medical right now. Right. Solid. Yeah. Because you need it. It's in place. Uh, but there's needed necessary services that are out there. Right. And then there's perks that people pay for in addition. Yeah. Some might be extra things for their pet. Some might be extra things for their child. Yeah. Some might be extra things, whether it be um, someone going to get their nails done or a manicure, pedicure, whatever. Um, getting my hair cut. I might cut back on that a little bit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you never know. Uh, you're not going out in public right now. You're not going to the pub. You're not going out to dinner probably, yeah. uh, you're doing more stuff at home. And so you're just changing how you do it. And, and so those businesses get shuttered and hurt in the process. Right. So that's where you need to come into play as a business owner and say, hey, I, I gotta make this thing happen and we gotta figure out a way around this. Can well, we deliver food? Well, can we do this? Can we do that? What can well, we do? Well, and one of, the, one of the things that for, as a digital marketer that you know we've talked about a number of times already is, and I, I posted it on, on my LinkedIn page and a few other places, like why you know, for, for some of the older business owners that haven't quite got hip to the whole digital marketing stuff, this is one of those reasons why just having a digital presence makes sense. Why, if you need an exit plan, digital marketing or uh, the right legal framework. And, and that's why we have people that we work with specifically as strategic partners. That way, when we uh, develop a plan for somebody, we are trying to encapsulate everything to, to bring in the different scenarios. That Plus play the out. fact right now, how many Thousands of people are at home with nothing to do right. with their families or right. kids or just on their own that have all this time on their hands to, to, to surf their phone, their tablet, their computer. They're on the internet, they're on Google, they're looking for different stuff they might need or want. And if you're out there digitally, boom, there it is. There it is. But that's it, it's right there. And if you don't have it, I still, I don't know how many businesses where the owner has a flip phone, they don't have a website, yep. they've done this, they're, they're behind the times, which is fine because the next person is going to probably tweak it and make it real. But it's still there, but they need, you need that exposure and you, you need that to get your audience, yeah. especially now more than ever. Well, I think, I mean, even if you don't already have that set up, you certainly need to. But for the businesses that certainly have that set up, you could go through a process and say, you know what, we're still going to be shipping some of those things potentially out there um, as so long as they don't outlaw being able to actually deliver stuff. I know a lot of the food items that we sometimes like to get delivered to our house, they're not doing delivery anymore. So we actually have to physically go to some of those places. Horrible. But yeah, I know. Terrible. Uh, live in a first world, you know, first world problems, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it would be nice if you were able to showcase how it is that your business is 
uh, mitigating a lot of those things with it and being able to still ship the goods and still provide services and stuff. That's just one way of being able to take advantage of the, the pandemic that's going on and show not that you're freaking out about it, but you're being proactive that you had planned for it uh, in your business to be able to go provide those services regardless of the scenario that's out there. So I, I think that's a vastly important thing, but then having the exit plan. So we're talking about from the business perspective, being able to generate revenue overall, but obviously we're business brokers. Mm -hmm. we, we develop exit plans for people to get ready to sell their business. This could impact your ability to sell. You might have to find some other creative financial strategies. If we do, if this is the, the, the pin prick that's gonna prick uh, the bubble, throw us into a recession or whatever as well, um, you're gonna have to adapt to those different changes as well. So, so exit planning, so things that I see, uh, and this topic here is broad, <clears throat> but but when you need an exit plan, things that happen, okay, the first thing that comes to mind is death. Yeah. People either die yeah. in their business yeah. or they die after. I've seen it happen many times, they died in it. We already touched on that subject. I've seen it where we sold a business and within two weeks of the closing, uh, the owner was on a vacation with his wife that he hadn't taken in 10 years and he killed over of a heart attack. Yeah. In this horrible situation, but that he pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, but that's fine. That's personal preference, yep. but that's it. And we, it's, 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 we don't joke about it, but it's something that you want to talk about, but you don't, it's a touchy subject, but it happens. And if you're, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and in your business, guess what? Time's ticking and you got to figure out what is your plan and what makes sense to you. And the other thing that, that hurts on that exit plan is the bad economy, which we're kind of hovering. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll in, see what the pandemic lays <clears throat> out for us for sure. Uh, and then, you know, this topic here is, are you dying to get out of your business? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that could be in a good economy, could be in a bad economy. I mean, there's, there's different points because we, because we come across different people at different stages of their life, no matter what the world, what's, what's going on in the world, right. in, in a business owner's world, there's all kinds of stuff. There's a couple of clients that we've been dealing with that it's not even their health issue. It's their spouse's Spouse. yeah. health issue. And they're dying to get out of their business because they want to spend some of the last remaining years you know, not having to worry about the business and actually take care of their spouse. And that's the um, thing. Some of it's I want to go out and ride my Harley more. I want to go drive my sports car. I want to go fishing more. But in this case, it's the it's a health issue, which is a major thing yep. because you don't get that time back. Certainly you know? one of the other uh, uh, top Midwest business brokers uh, put up a meme on <laughs> on LinkedIn that, that John had found. Uh, his name's uh, Mike Finger. And basically it was a, a meme about like when, when a small business actually small business owner exits their business and it had a picture of a guy driving a car and the other picture was a the open end the are you back the driver or are you the cargo right and that's that's the hard truth yeah so are you the person that's driving the car and in the driver's seat of making those decisions or is it going to be uh you in a casket in the back of a hearse right um as far as the overall business and that's you know just one of those things that it's sobering also funny to kind of hear and the reason why it's funny because it's a little bit true um, have you really taken the steps to really think about what is the next step for your business? What do you need to do in order to make sure that you close a chapter in your life and in your business on your own terms? So people put off the exit planning, they put off the plan, they put off everything because right. it's uncomfortable. Okay. The biggest thing in life you don't do, you don't do things because you're uncomfortable. Right. Okay. Sometimes you have to get out of that comfort zone for the right reasons. And this is one of them. That exit plan, it's not rocket science, yeah. but you need something in place for the right reasons. And that's where talking to someone about it, making a plan, 
putting it into play, it's uncomfortable until it's there. And then it's done. Then you're past it. Just like anything else you've ever done. Starting a business, running your own, building your business, doing something new. It's all uncomfortable until you get past it. We had to go re-up on some Coronas for the coronavirus. You got to... You know, if we had limes, a little lime disease with our Corona, <laughs> life would be good right now. <laughs> it would be good. So, what, what I want to talk about, and there's, there's some examples of what we're talking about. So, we... We've been talking about some of the the unexpected. We've been talking about why you might want to get out of your business, why having an exit plan is important. But I wanted to get into what an exit plan from a business broker and what an exit plan from Premier Business is Premier Business Exchange um, would be like if someone was to start looking into this. Because we're going to be coming out with a ton of resources for people anyway, um, free, paid, you you name it. We're there's going to be some awesome stuff that's coming out, um, but what is it that a business owner would get from you know saying you know what in the next two years i, I want to be this is the number that i want to be at what is it that a business brokerage like pbx would be able to do so we're going to look at your business and we're going to find out what is actually there and what is correct when it comes to selling we're going to take a look at the owner's roles we're going to take a look at assets inventories we're going to take a look at the location we're going to take a look at the employee chart and staffing do you have key key members and management in place can, can the business run, if you go on vacation for a week, can the business run fine without, I mean, with minimal issue? Right. Obviously, you're very important, so it's, you know, there's yeah. going to be flaws, but can the business sustain? And then, what's the big picture? You know, are you growing? Are you stable? Are you down? What do the financials look like? Are they clean? Are they muddy? Are they a roller coaster chopped up and down? Right. Um, we're selective on who we work with. So, that's another thing we look at. We look at what's there and is it on the level? We go there and shake your hand. We check out the, the location. Uh, revenue streams. Do you have one revenue stream? Do you have multiple? Do you have multiple uh, services or items that you sell? Uh, do you have regular repeat customers? Do you have any reoccurring revenue? So a lot of different service businesses uh, have subscription plans mm -hmm. where you get you know uh, your HVAC, you get your, your cleaning checks and your AC and your furnace. You got your plumbing checks. You got your water softener, blah, blah, blah. You got appliances uh, where they come out and do regular maintenance and do a service. Um, you need to give your customers reasons to call you back and use you right. and value, value. Okay, yeah. you're helping out your customers, but how? You got to let them know. Your customer has to know what you're doing for them and why. Why it's very important that you're in front of them and helping them out. Yep. And and that's the key there. So all these things fall into play when you're looking to get your exit plan in place. Right. And we're looking for everything we can do to show you or help you build, guide you to that point. Maybe your business is valued at 1.5 million right now as it sits due to the market and, and what we see and then lending ability. But maybe if we do this, this, or add the service or change this and focus on this a little bit more, maybe if we could tweak things to show that maybe you can get to that 2 million mark where you want to be mm -hmm. in that two year period. Now, that's crazy growth, but it can happen. If you stair step it, you can't overnight, you can't go one year to next year and say that's it, that could be, a, you're gonna need another year in there. You're gonna need to show a good couple of years of, sub, of substantial growth. Yep or consistency sure. uh, to get there, uh, not overnight process. But we look at the big picture, okay? Do you need more staff, do you need more vehicles, do you need this, do you need that? If you gotta add that, you know, you've got a one-time expense on the vehicle, you've got adding new employees, takes time to train them, you don't have to par. All that falls into play in growing your revenue and getting to that, that number you want. And that's the secret. Yeah, and, and going beyond that, I mean, we work, it's not just, you know, we're not, we're not trying to be the heroes of your business by any stretch. No. And, and, and in some cases, 
you are the hero of your own business, your own story, but at the same time, you also have to be the guide for your customer stories as well. That way they're the hero in their own story. We're behind the scenes. People right. looking up to you, we're just back there saying, hey, if you do this, here's what could happen. Right. And so as as, as guides and somewhat as counselors, you know, we're we're plugging you into attorneys if you don't already have one or working with the attorney that you do have, your accountant, uh, a business coach possibly to, to make sure that we're they're covering some of the bases that we can't cover. De- depending on the business coach, I got to interrupt you, I'm sorry. No, go. But depending on the business coach, depending on your time frame of exit, will depend on if it's worth it or not. Right. Business coaches, some we've spoken to prefer a, a two-year or longer period right. that you're going to have the business. So if you're in that five years to 10 years range or over two, then your business coach falls into play. Right. Sometimes they'll they'll dabble in a lesser, but may, maybe it's a one or two time thing sure. where they don't get together monthly. Uh, but that's just one thought on, on Yeah, that. no, and for us, it's a lot about fine tuning in that last it two is. years it is. for a lot of it. And the one thing that popped into my mind was the ability to be able to possibly uh, buy, you know, I know that sounds crazy, you're, you're looking to sell your business in two years, why not actually look at the possibility of purchasing something that's a complimentary service that's actually going to boost your overall revenue if if it's the right price and the if, right If decision. the dollars make sense. Right. That's right. Period. Yep. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense, right? See? Yeah, no, so but that's go. it. It depends what kind of business you have. Right. Some of the paybacks, you know, the payback is quicker. Maybe you're liquid and you can do that. Maybe it makes sense. If you're taking out a 10-year SBA loan, yep. maybe or maybe not. Right. It all depends on how much value you can get you and your net at the end if that's your magic number. So we had one client that came in um, and he, he wants a certain number out yeah. of it for sure. Um, and he was talking about the different things. And, and one of the things that I queued into was part of the marketing side because you know I'm a marketer. So I looked at it from that perspective and I was trying to provide a little bit more. Um, I, I was asking very penetrating questions. I'll put it that way for the current marketing that he was right. using yep. in order to get where he's wanting to go. And it turns out he's not where he thought he was as far as marketing goes. I mean, he also stepped into this ownership role coming from uh, more of a business world as a CEO. Yeah, he was a higher up. Yep, he wasn't. This is this is out of his comfort zone. Right. Yeah. And I think he also probably bought into it, understanding that he'd probably be able to be more of a CEO than he was having he was to be in the business a little yep. bit more than he was anticipating. So the question is, is even though he's been able to benefit from having standard operating procedures in his bigger business, now he has to be the one that's actually coming up with standard operating procedures for right. his own. For his own, and can he actually afford to be able to pay somebody and grow it at scale and to focus and to do everything that needs to to generate that revenue he wants? I mean, he learned all the hard things, whether it be uh, HR department. He's the hiring and firing. Yep. I mean, he's 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 told us a lot of stories that that really make it real. To the effect of you know, there's the struggle, there's the win, there's this and that, and if I get this sale or this 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 makes me for the year. Right. I mean, that's huge. If you got a one sale that can make you for a year, golden opportunity, will he get it? We hope so. But but that's shown him the value that he wasn't seeing and some of the things that he wasn't looking at. And and then we talked about the likelihood of a buyer in this right. arena for this price point. Right. And who does it make sense to? Right. And a couple of things we talked about, some of the people we talked about that could be a buyer for this, he'd never thought of. Yeah, never thought of. Well, and- But it's a golden opportunity for the buyer if they like it, yeah. if they see the value. It's all about the value. Well, and there's a lot of social proof. And again, coming from the marketing perspective, I mean, he wasn't, the last post he had was, you know, years ago. It was on wild. Some, on the social media platform. But he didn't even know what he was getting. Right. He didn't even know what he was getting for social media. He was shocked when he met with him and talked to him. Why is my competitor up here and you're representing him? Right. Why? And the competitor was up right. here on the top of the page and it's shown everything. And he wasn't even on there. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? Well, he they weren't, they were pushing and publicizing this other competitor there 
and he, they just took him off. Yeah. And he had no idea. And he, yeah, he didn't know. And he had was, no idea. yeah, he was not happy. Well, and so uh, from a ranking perspective for the marketing, and then there's also uh, what he's doing to actually provide social proof, uh, showing that the customers have done. But it, the other question was, how, how have you niched uh, or not necessarily just in, in your overall business, but just in small campaigns to niche? Where let's, can you find Let's even stuff? talk about as a business owner, you know, you don't have to go out and check every job. You've got somebody for that or your employees you have to trust them so far and do this and do that. Right. But are you posting anything to do with your business online on your LinkedIn, on your right. Facebook, anywhere on your social medias? Are you posting regular content to boost your SEO, boost anything out there? Yep. Okay. I've been taught a lot from this gentleman over here. Okay. We'll call him John with an H. Uh, <laughs> I'm lazy, so I took care of the H anyway. But that, that social media is dynamite. Yeah. Okay. LinkedIn, love it. But everything else matters and it falls into play. If you do a job and you're proud of it, and somebody you want to put your name on, take a picture. Right. Show the world. Show everybody. But don't sit back and wait. If you make the most amazing sandwich at your sandwich shop, take a picture. Yeah. Share it. Yeah. Anything. If you make the most inviting graphic or website or picture or listing or blah, 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 or drone footage or whatever the heck your business might be, plumbing. Maybe maybe you're an artist and maybe you're an electrician and maybe you make the awesome board in the basement is so neat and yep. detailed and this and you're proud of your work a furnace insulation with the awesome correct straight line duct work and this and that right amazing swimming pool i mean whatever it is yep a a, a covered vehicle with vinyl you know changing the color yep. from yep. from from a silver vehicle to a flat black or whatever yeah. it is yeah. looks amazing well guess what show it off yep it's your stamp of approval it's your stamp of who you are what you are show everybody and if they like it, they'll show more people. And so for exit planning, I mean, this we're tapping into a little bit of the, of the marketing it side, but, but we're looking at those little things of all the, those all those puzzle pieces that come together. We're trying to look at where we can fine tune those to really get you to the number of where you need to be. And, and we'll be honest too. If, if we think you need more time, we have preferred business coaches that we work with that can help and, and see the overall vision and do some of this stuff together to make sure you get to the number that you're looking for. <laughs> Our phones are blowing up. We don't know why. People are at home. So, I mean, it's looking at it from a multitude of perspectives to see where that overall puzzle piece really fits in and to be able to make very strategic decisions on how you go about doing that. And it's not us making the decision. Again, we're a guide. We're a counselor. We're offering these suggestions, but we're putting you in the driver's seat rather than you being... <laughs> <laughs> Rather than you being the cargo uh, in this business, we're <laughs> please don't be the cargo. We're putting you in a proactive position and really trying to get you to think overall with the last two years. Or of if an you know time. you're going to be the cargo, yeah, and you know something that you know <laughs> others don't. No, no, yeah, no I'm yeah. being all serious. If you if there's a health issue or something you know mm -hmm. about that maybe you know yep. can be offset by us helping you plan for that situation. Uh, you have, you have a pain point that needs to be relieved. And if we can do anything. Don't be afraid to reach out yeah. and give us a shout because, yeah. <laughs> no, because yeah, you, if yeah. you need help, we're not going to criticize you, critique. We're going to listen. We're going to figure out yeah. what it is. And maybe we can help. And, and But most people don't reach out because they're scared right. or nervous. They don't want to feel dumb. Well, guess what? Right. Knowledge is power. If you don't know, guess what? You don't know. Right. So and you got to know. You got to figure out what is wrong or what is right. Right. But you got it. That unknown, you got to jump in there. And, and you got to go with it. And we can't help everybody. We're not going to help everybody. No. 
Um, there are certain businesses we won't touch. And the thing is, is we're going to be very honest with you from our perspective, um, whether we can or not. We don't have commission breath. We're not going to come in there and try to just get your listing just to have something on the board and just treat you like another number for us. If there's something from our initial meetings, we're going to try to give you lots of different ideas for it. But if for whatever reason, it just doesn't make sense for us, we're going to let you know and we're going to be very specific about why. Um, that way you have information that you can take and use uh, for yourself because you need to find a better solution rather than going through us because we're not going to be that best solution and we're okay with that. We're really what's right for you and what's right for us. Yeah. And if it makes sense, we work together. If not, we don't. Right. It's that simple. We're not taking on every listing. We're going to limit ourselves to so many listings per year because we've been selling things internally. Okay. So we've been doing searches yep. for buyers yep. and there's things we've been doing. So we get very busy yep. and we do content and we do a variety of things. So we're not taking everything. We're taking what makes sense, right. what we can handle and who we can help. If we can't help you, we're going to tell you, hey, maybe we, maybe we recommend this. I had someone call me the other day. They, they were elbows deep in a deal without a broker. Hmm. They were lost. They didn't have a purchase contract and, and there was major flaws. Yep. And I advised this person. I said, hey, you don't need me. You need an attorney yesterday. Yeah. I said, you're going to, you know, and, and long story short, the person thanked me and said they do this. And, and, and I said, check back with me if you have any more questions, but it's, I'll do what I can. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I mean, with that, I mean, we're just trying to explain to you a little bit more about what our experience has been, what we provide for you with exit planning overall. And not, not that we're trying to just tell you everything that we do, but we want you to be able to gain some valuable information from uh, the podcast, from our website. I mean, you name it. I mean, is there anything else you think that we've, we've talked about the unexpected? We've talked about the coronavirus while we're drinking our Coronas, um, why you'd want to get out of your business. And then we talked about uh, different recession-proof type of stuff, but then also about what exit planning really means and what it, where we actually fit in with that. Is there anything else that you can think of that you wanted to address? The, the big secret is it's not just one person helping you plan for that exit. Right. Okay. We can look at it from a selling or transferring ownership perspective. Right. There's a legal perspective from your attorney. There's an accounting perspective on one thing I noticed recently. I got to touch on this real quick. I'm it. sorry. I Go forgot. for it. Yeah. I looked at financials for a business. His accountant for his personal benefit, told him to start shrinking his income because he was taking Social Security now. Mm. Well, by doing that, the money isn't showing in the cash flow. Yeah. And his in the last three years, his his cash flow is going, dude, dude, dude. Sales are up, up, up. Cash flow down, down, down. Okay. And it's we're not showing the income. The last three years, it's gone down. So a business that If he is... wouldn't have lowered it, he would have been worth all the money. And mm. now... I can't make it make sense if to what he's done and how he's adjusted things. I can't, the money's not showing anywhere that would make it make sense. And that's one of those for a lender or a buyer. That, that's, I mean, being able to market that business, that's one of those big hurdles that if you were actually able to sit down, it, it looks as if the business is doing worse and worse because by the yes. numbers, it is. He was benefiting himself, right? but he never had a plan to sell Yeah. in that period. That's why we say two years plus yep. because two years you can correct something. Yep. You can raise it back up. You can do whatever, but this point we're now we're to get the value that this person is looking for out of the business. It's gonna be two years because you have to show that stair step back up. Yeah, that's anyway. rough. Yeah, no, well, it, it no, I'm, I'm I'm glad you took the moment to to talk about that because that's that is one of those examples. We've talked about a couple different examples throughout this process for why why exit planning, how how it actually impacts people's businesses right. specifically, whether good or bad in that regard. Is there anything else that you got for our listeners today? As usual, I've said too much. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So uh, just for uh, reaching out overall, you can go to premierbizx.com. You can uh, reach out to the contact us page. You can ask us any questions you want. Um, if there are any topics you want us to discuss, we are going to be bringing on uh, some extra uh, we are. bodies and stuff like that. Some interviews that we're going to be doing to make sure that we're uh, uh, giving some of those. It could be attorneys, accountants, um, uh, other business, business coaches. Owners, business there's going to be all kinds. Of, we're going to have a variety of people starting to come on. Uh, for a variety of different reasons, different perspectives, different things. Um, and there you go. Yeah, fair enough. I'm still John Swanson. I'm John Payne. And <laughs> so the places that you can find us uh, for the podcast itself, whether you're going to Apple uh, Podcasts, whether you go anywhere else, the anchor.fm uh, is where we're using it. You can always leave us a message after you download the app. Uh, any questions, any comments you might want, but leave a five-star rating and please leave a review for us. That will help us boost overall uh, our profile to make sure that business owners are getting the value that they need from a business broker's uh, perspective. And with that, uh, you can check us out on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. Um, go subscribe to all of those because uh, you're going to be getting some of the most relevant information. You also get our lovely personalities, uh, as it were. And with that, we're going to be signing off saying cheers and have a fun corona of a time. Take Call care, out. Give us a shout. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.